Do you have questions about your health? Do you need to find out what's keeping you from feeling your absolute best? If so, your intuition has guided you to the right place. I am Dr. Charlize, and welcome to the Art of Healing podcast community. In this podcast, we explore all topics in health and wellness, from Reiki to functional medicine, energy medicine, chakras, and meditation. Join me every week for fresh new episodes that highlight healers, various healing modalities, and choose this as your opportunity to find what healing works best for you. If you want to learn more about me, simply Google at Dr. Charlize. Enjoy. Hello, and welcome back to the Healing Arts Podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining me once again. Today's topic, I want to discuss grief and the advice that I share with my own patients as well as my Reiki clients as far as dealing with grief. The year 2020, of course, has been life-changing and world-changing in so many ways. Um, And in some form, one form or another, I think almost everyone's dealing with some form of grief. Um, It occurred to me earlier today that um, there are so many individuals who have lost a loved one to the coronavirus pandemic. And there may be some sort of... um, honoring or something that's happening for those that have lost someone. I don't feel like there's been enough. Um, Also, there is uh, grief for people who have been infected, um, especially those who are going through the illness right now and recovering from the illness. I also think there's a level of grief for healthcare workers who are working with those patients who uh, a year ago were not afraid to go to work who now live with the constant um, uh, fear of knowing that they could become infected themselves. And uh, finally, there's other so many um, layers of grief that are just beyond counting from those that have lost jobs, positions, or um, had to sacrifice in one way or another for the children having to sacrifice uh, time with their friends at school. So as I was thinking about uh, what to discuss on my next topic, um, I have noticed, especially in the past month, I've dealt with some of my patients um, who are dealing with grief and what I usually like to advise them. So um, to be clear, um, I do, and you know, I will always remind those of you that are listening that if you are experiencing severe symptoms or even if you're not, it is best that you be under the care of a physician, a psychiatrist or a psychologist, Um, no matter what type of grief you're experiencing, even if you feel that it's minor grief, you shouldn't go it alone. So when I'm interacting with patients that are dealing with loss in one way or the other, um, Typically, my initial job is to make sure that they are safe. Um, Grief can take on many forms, and clinically, it can make someone ill physically and psychologically. So when I'm at work working with patients, my typical job is to try to determine if this person is experiencing grief that is allowed and should be honored, 
or if this grief is putting their health in danger and is starting to take on um, shades of a more severe form, such as a severe major depressive disorder. Um, so again, it is important that if you are experiencing a loss, that in any way that you can, you try to seek out some kind of help. Um, if you have some kind of health care practitioner, um, and no matter where you live, likely the state or county you live in has some sort of assistance um, that can help you find someone to talk to if you are uninsured, um, if that's the case. But um, so my first job is to go over the symptoms that someone's experiencing. And this is where it gets difficult because um, the typical symptoms of grief, which are crying and tearfulness, feeling hopeless, feeling depressed, um, it's very hard to tell a person that these are symptoms that they should be experiencing, but we want to let them pass through it, that it's okay to go through those, but we don't need to try to stop them if otherwise they are physically functioning. I also tell my patients, um, and having experienced grief myself, all humans have at some point, that the grief will tend to come in waves. So there will be times where it's stronger than others, worse than others, and times that it lets up. And I think some of the best advice is to try to take it day by day. Uh, when I first started practicing, I used to advise people from what I was trained on in my medical training on the five stages of grief. And I still think those are very helpful. But I find that what helps now is to remind my, my patients that it's best to take it day by day or hour by hour. So um, to start the day, it may be make even simple checklists, such as take a shower, eat breakfast, take a walk. Um, the next hour, call a friend. The next hour, maybe go to work, something like that. Keep it very simple and understand that um, rather than try to look for the grief to end, look for an end point. Because um, I'm and I think what's kind of inspired me to do this podcast, I've noticed many of the individuals that are dealing with grief have a timeline that um, it's a little hard for me to um, agree to that timeline and tell them where their grief should end. I don't think it's fair to them to tell them you get three months to grieve and you're done. Um, so rather than looking for an end to the grief, I think the the healthiest, safest way to honor that grief is to take it day by day, understanding that each day will likely get easier. Um, but there need, doesn't need to be a rush to end that process um, because this, the grieving process is truly a process that deserves to be honored. <clears throat> so um, when I'm working with patients, um, what I will notice as far as uh, physical symptoms, um, they can run the gamut. So um, a lot of times a patient may come to me with purely physical symptoms because um, I am internal medicine and they don't realize that they can share with me some of their emotional symptoms or they don't think that it is the right place to disclose me in the clinic. They've recently suffered a major loss, a loss of a loved one or loss of a job or, or something like that. So the physical symptoms, um, it's a fairly long list. Sometimes it's weight changes, fatigue or insomnia, um, pain of um, almost any type, um, lower back pain, 
um, sometimes abdominal pain. There really is no one place. Um, what I tend to notice with this symptomatic grief is that the symptoms tend to be um, all over almost every part of the body. So probably a headache and something in the chest and something with the digestive system and the joints hurting. Um, so usually a cluster of symptoms. Um, and typically um, when the person tells me this, they have a hard time as well even describing it. it tends to be just kind of all encompassing. Um those of you that have studied energy medicine and understand the chakra system from Ayurveda, um, as far as where we hold grief, typically um, we understand that grief likely will be held in the chest, in the heart chakra, um, anahata. Um, and I think for the most part that probably holds true, although I've observed in my clinical practice that um, it seems like many people hold their grief in their root chakra, Muladhara, or um, many individuals that are late later in the grief process um, that have maybe experienced their traumatic event in maybe six months or nine months ago, often hold their grief in their throat chakra is um, what I've seen quite a bit that many um, months later they present with either a neck pain, um, a thyroid issue, um, maybe allergies that don't respond to typical medications. So um, working with those individuals, it's never um, particularly easy. There is never one answer. And I'm always very cautious, again, because I do feel that the general trend is to sort of rush people through their, their grieving process, whereas I feel like it should be honored and they should be allowed to to progress through it at the pace that they need. But um, if I feel like an individual may be going through a grieving process and hasn't told me, I simply will just ask, well, has there been any major life changes for you? Has anything changed in your life recently, personally, uh, professionally? And that's a nice way that opens the door for the person to share with me that in fact, there has been a loss. And um, what's really interesting is sometimes in the same visit someone can share with me their physical symptoms are lost and they know the connection they make the connection right away and um you know it's so much healthier because rather than me put them through a battery of tests and prescribing medications that may cause as many problems as they fix um we can just simply acknowledge that maybe these physical symptoms are related to the emotional trauma and the transition of the grief and that we should take a step back and let the person process what they're going through before we proceed. Um, when I first started practice, I wasn't necessarily comfortable doing that. And I don't know that most physicians would be, but um, here recently, and especially in the pandemic where I'm starting to see, oh gosh, a, a pretty big percentage of people dealing with a grieving process um, that's somehow... Um, aggravating symptoms. Um, I'm becoming more comfortable with having sort of a, a grief protocol, I might say. So, um, and then of course, um, the emotional and psychological symptoms as well, just like the physical symptoms can get, uh, you know, pretty long. So it isn't always tearing and crying. It can be anger. It can be irritation. Um, anyone who has, um, dealt with or lived with addiction, history, 
may relapse or may um, succumb to a separate addiction um, can take on all kinds of forms. So, um, and again, and if you are going through this, I'm going to always advise that, um, you know, please don't feel that you are um, separate and going through something no one else is going through. It's this particular period of time, everyone's going through something. So you should reach out for help. If you feel like you're suffering, um, I have had many patients dealing with addiction who have felt ashamed to ask for help because they feel like so many other people are suffering much worse. And what I would tell you is that you really should ask for help, that there are individuals waiting to help and there is no shame. So in this same for those folks, um, what may be different, it's not unusual for primary care to treat um, major depression and anxiety. Um, but what's going to be different is if we think that grief may be part of the process, medication, whether or not to use a medication, that's a different conversation that needs to be handled carefully because, again, um, we don't necessarily want to medicate a natural God-given process. We want to honor it. We want to discuss it. But I do think it's much wiser to be selective and careful in those cases. And finally, um, I have created a very short um, meditation, which I will put in the link and I will put on my website. Um, it's very brief. Um, I actually created this some time ago, but, um, if you are going through grief and you haven't found tools to help you, or you're looking for extra, um, I would recommend you try this meditation, which is going to help you, um, to, uh, do some deep breathing and help you kind of consolidate some of those emotions and give you some brief relief. Um, so thank you so much for listening. I will uh, make sure to put some resources in this post as well. If you are experiencing um, grief and haven't found um, the appropriate help for yourself um, on my website, um, there are places you can take comments. You can also submit me emails um, for everyone that's listening. I wish you all the best. Thank you so much for your time. Um, and also like to remind you that I am working on some courses, um, that at some point I should have available fairly soon. If you are looking for some healing tools to add to your uh, current regimen. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining during this episode of the Art of Healing podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please leave a review. Also, you can check your show notes to find out how to get a copy of this and future episodes emailed directly to your inbox available to listen to anytime. Finally, if you have questions or wish to connect to me, check your show notes to find out how we can get connected and find out how I can be of service to you.